Too Many Notes New Music Review, the only show where we review the metal bands that you might have never heard of. Once again, I am Al Dictus, and... I'm Samantha. We shall be your overlords of today and all of eternity. Welcome! Uh, what are we reviewing today? We are reviewing Ulthar with their new album, Providence. Uh-oh. Okay. Althar, Power Trio. We love Power Trios yeah, here. We like Power Trios. It's effective. Um, this is a uh, black slash death metal band from Oakland from 2014 with uh, Steve Peacock on bass. See also P- Spirit Possession. No, wait, can I ask a question? Reviewed I, this week. Can I ask a quick question? Is it Steve Peacock or is it Steve Peacock? We Okay, comment down below on the correct pronunciation of Peacock. Like a P dot cock. His last name is cock, I mean. All right. That's what, I was, that's, um, that's what I was asking. We have Justin Ennis on drums, and we have Shelby Lermo on guitars, who's also in uh, the death metal band Vastum. Hmm. So we are here to talk about their album, Providence, which is their second album out on tr- 20 Buck Spin. Uh-huh. Here we go. Bandcamp. We kept the black and white theme. I like that. It's very simple. So. All right. So, genre-wise, Metal Archives had them as black slash death metal. Um, I would say that's it's pretty much black and death metal, if we want to get uh, exact. Um, it's got a uh, crunchy, uh, heavy death metal kind of bass, death metal tremolos, kind of alternating with uh, more black metal riffs. Uh, a good example of this, uh, kind of their main style here is on Providence, uh, the, uh, the title track, where it alternates between the traditional sounding death metal and these kind of more atmospheric, moody black metal sections. And also of note is they have two vocalists. And I know from when we listened to Spirit Possession, featuring Steve Peacock as well on vocals, that Steve Peacock is definitely the black metal vocal on this album. And Shelby Lermo is the uh, death metal vocal. So you'll you'll notice very much so that on the death metal you'll hear Shelby and on the uh, black metal you'll hear Steve, and it's kind of like they're they kind of seem to be in battle with each other for a lot of this because uh, also spliced in between all of this uh, black metal and death metal is just complete and utter chaos. So we're we're scoring this pretty high on the non-conforming scale as they're pretty very far outside of any traditional black metal or death metal or black and death metal traditions and just their embracing of like uh prog elements dissonances weird chords weird times so um yeah i also thought a funny note here is i was talking to maledictus the other day about deathcore and they often have two vocalists one low and guttural like shelby lermo and one high and screeching or like, like Steve Peacock, and like, how much I hated that. Or like emo metal. No offense, I'm not saying you guys are emo metal. But, no, this no, is completely not, not that. I just thought it I was funny, too. is that, that this was a very similar feel to that common kind of deathcore thing, but totally acceptable. And <laughs> This is fine. Yes. Uh, this is good. This is this is the two vocalists done well, um, and not in a very annoying and horrifying way. But yes, uh, so yeah, not playing it safe on either front. And almost like when it gets to be really low end uh, and very slow, it almost sounds sludgy, <laughs> but it doesn't slow down very often. Uh, all right. mm. What did you think, Maledictus? Um, I think Steve Peacock did it in the ballroom with the lead pipe. Wasn't her Peacock and Clue? Um, Peacock. That was a Mrs. Peacock. Mrs. Peacock. So Steve Peacock is the son of Mrs. Peacock, and he did it in the ballroom with the pipe. Uh, so anyway, but this band sounds, um, I have to have my unfunny humor so people complain. 
you know, my stupid jokes. So this um, band sounds uh, pretty authentic in the realm of modern black metal. Um, it doesn't have that, like, you know, do-it-yourself sound. It's definitely, you know, very... They, they, they put this together So you think these carefully. guys sound true? Well, yeah. They kind of put it together. They're not black metal. In a, uh, since, you know, like, what do we want to call it then? They've got a lot of black metal elements yeah. for sure, but they've got a lot of death metal elements too, and they've got a lot of insane chaos elements. Will you guys comment down below? What do you guys want to be? I don't think you know? I don't think they're trying to be anything, and that's why they're not conforming. You know, right? Yeah, it's, it's non-conformative, but you know, um, there's a lot of complexities in these songs, and it's you know it's very proggy, and um, you know in that death metal sort of way. But, um, yeah, you know, it's 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 it gets it, it's chaotic and complicated, and we'll get into that. All right. So, how listenable did you find this album on the uh, both the uh, songwriting um, and the production so, uh, realm? So this music is hands down like chaos. Just you know, as as the you know the theme suggests, and uh, there, you know there are no parts of any song where there's relief is given. Like never, there's never a riff like for you, you know. And you know, and, you, and there's even like a Spanish guitar part, you know, out of nowhere, you know, in, intro for the song "A Dying Spear." And uh, but they're probably just fucking with us with that. They're probably like, ha ha, Spanish guitar part. I yeah. remember the Spanish guitar. Yeah. I kind of felt like they could us. have used a little bit more Spanish guitar or a little more gentle interludes. Interludes in between the songs? Um, it's very ballsy. They did have another interlude, but it was just kind of like terrifying noise. Yeah. I mean, you know, the gentle like the Spanish guitar. But they only had one gentle Spanish guitar. Interlude. I don't like when people do the Spanish guitar thing in the middle of like heavy songs. It's too much of a departure. All right. Uh, for me, production-wise, I found this album kind of middle of the ground. Like, they have a lot going on, and you can hear everything going on. Um, but it's definitely not overdone. It's not too slick. It's tasteful. Tasteful production. Uh, listenability. We have this as, you know, some serious sonic terror here. This is a very oppressive atmosphere. Oppressive. It's frightening. It's confused. The album sounds confused. It's trying to frighten you. It's difficult to listen to. Um, the songs, linear songwriting here. No clear structure. They're disorienting. Um, some songs you're just kind of wondering, what is a melody? I forgot what melody is. I would, for example, check out Downward Dynasties track. Uh, but, you know, it's not total chaos. Undying Spear, as Maledictus noted, aside from just the Spanish guitar parts, has some catchy refrains that return, that recur within the song. So I just wanted to note that. Um, but it does that they do alternate uh, with some normal sounding death metal so breakdown sections uh, but they don't last very long until they like shoot the whole thing back up into space or perhaps more down to hell something suitably down to hell uh, a good example of this is on the song cudgel and where's a cudgel it is a like a weapon no it's like a I blunt cudgel you a blunt weapon that's not in skyrim yeah, I'm sure there are. It's like a mace. Oh, okay. They didn't call it that. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, whenever Steve Peacock starts to sing his black metal vocal, that that seems like the signal most often for insanity to begin. Um, I'm per I'm at this point after listening to Spirit Possession as well. Big fan of Steve Peacock vocals. Um, you know, he's he spits and streaks with uh, you know with he's got that real vehemence of a uh, black metal vocal, and he does it with a he's got a he's got a real character to it that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure who is responsible for this, but I heard a few black metal croaks, which is a tradition begun by Abbott Both. Did he invent that? Yes, I think yeah, that's his signature. The alcohol. 
where you just go, and you, yeah, but I heard a few of that. <laughs> that was mostly kind of amusing well, to me. <laughs> no. um, you know, society and music is breaking down, and this is a prime example of it. Um, All right. So the musicality uh, category, um, there are, there, there's no contest. There's, there's too many notes. As our as our review is called, that's why it's called that because so many bands just have too many notes, and it's, it's, the name just stuck. Too many notes, despite this total sonic chaos assault on the ears. Ulthar does know how to play their instruments. They they do know how to play their instruments. Um, they're really good at playing. They're very virtuous, virtuous. Um, imagine you know, imagine trying to remember all that. Like that's another thing. Like you know, how do people just remember all those different parts? Of a song, just, to me that's just alien to me. I don't know. My brain is small, I guess. And um, in addition to like you know, four four time, you know, um, in addition, you know, four four time is for the week for these guys. And their drummer, um, he doesn't he doesn't do four four time. There's a lot of just crazy um, time signatures I could detect in this. And what's wrong with four four time? It's one two three. No, we can't have that. We have to have like you know like dun 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 dun. You know. How can you capture the absolute terror? In four, no, you couldn't. The old gods with a four four time. No, you need chaos. You need something that's gonna you know drive you mad and insane and and just just melt your sanity, you know, drain you of your sanity. Um, and this music might be for fun for some to listen to. But um, the act of playing and recording these tracks must have involved a lot of fights in the studio and walkouts. Or, or I think you're projecting right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> or maybe you know, maybe we're just good at that. I don't know. Like it's um, you know, just seems so chaotic that it must have caused fights. It's like you know, but just you know, when you're trying to record that, it just seems so complex to capture that. Maybe some guy screws up and he's like, "No, goddamn it, you fucked it up. We gotta do it over." You know, maybe just maybe just naturally do it. Just naturally have it. Or maybe it's just chaos and it just all fell that way. Comment down below. Um, um, I believe Steve Peacock has that. This is the guy with the uh, project where he uh, is a self uh, one man band that mm. is all uh, improvised. So what if he's improvised? What if they're improvising? So he, we don't know. If you're a jam band, so God help me, I will take this review down. <laughs> Comment down below if you jam. I will take all this right. review right down. So for me, like um, the sound is very dense, very full bodied. It honestly sounds like there's more than three guys in this band. Sure, me, but. Uh, you can check out. I checked out some live videos of them, and they play with three guys. Uh, they just make a lot of noise. Right, they do. They're good at that. <laughs> They're very good at making a lot of noise. Um, I would say no one particular instrument is being highlighted for uh, virtuosity. This music is just baseline, very difficult to play and complex, and played at a breakneck pace for the most part. Uh, and the guitar work in particular, I found, was kind of challenging. Challenging. Challenging to the work. listener. I was over challenged. I was over and it's very right. unique. It's the guitars are racing, demented, inverted. Why not just calm down? Uh, for examples of this guitar work, I would check out Undying Spear. Clearly, their hit single off this album. I mentioned it twice. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Spanish guitar. All um, right. So um, this is not fun. Doesn't mean a bad thing, but you know, on our fun or focus scale. This is 100% focused. This is serious. You can't not be focused. How can you have that level of not just sonic terror, but like virtuosity at the same time? Just complex virtue. Uh, by the way, if you're jamming, that goes to like one. That goes, that just destroys the scales, blows it up. But, you know, I have a feeling you guys are. I, I, I have confidence that you're not, because 
Okay, I'll just break it down. You know, I keep talking about this. I don't like jam bands. I hate jam bands. I fucking hate jam bands. Because you could jam when you're in your studio. You could, you know, maybe come up with new riffs. But if you do it in front of people... Well, let's assume you're not a jam band. Yeah, we're going to assume you're not. I mean, you know, there are people... Like, people do what you do all the time and actually, you know, record that music and actually know it all. You know, not everyone is an idiot, is a musical moron like me. So, um, but anyway. Um, you know, as I said for um, this, this category... Um, this music sounds really stressful and, uh, actually, you need, you know, this is music where if you're not a jam band, um, you actually need that math you learned in school. You never thought you were going to like use, you're like, Oh, algebra, Oh, geometry. I'm never going to need this, but you know, you think you need geometry to play this Yeah. or to listen to it. Yeah. You need like 3d, like an, an, and possibly calculus to do this. You know, calculus. Yeah, all that stuff you thought you never we weren't gonna. It's like I'm never gonna use that, but yeah, it's like oh, I wish I had calculus right now so all I can right. figure this out. Um, you know, the power trio also must be you know very left brain kind of dudes. You know, they 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 have focus. I think they must be very focused and serious guys. You know, not fun, but um, you know, but originally when I first saw this name, I was under the impression that these guys were like a Lovecraftian band. You know, there's a lot of Lovecraftian bands. People just sing about Lovecraftian things because of your name, Ulthar, you know, uh, the Cats of Ulthar. It's not one of my favorite Lovecraft stories. But, you know, and of course, you know, um, the, uh, the album called Providence, which is, you know, H.P. Lovecraft, you know, lived and died. Um, you know, and you know, they have very, also very convoluted and confusing lyrics. You know, either their lyrics, even on the Metal Archives, are considered abstract, which is, you know, um, you know, I call them. I call your lyrics Cycloptian. You know, it's a it's a, one of those Lovecraftian words. Just you know, one of those kind of vague words. Um, but yeah, it's just confusing and just madness inducing. You're, you're, if you just read through all of your words, like like if there were some like ancient tomes, it, it would just you know your sanity would just be sapped away, and you would just you be alive. Minus twelve sanity. Yeah, like yeah, just by you know, it would automatically just your sanity would just disappear, and you know you, you'd end up in the Arkham Asylum okay. to die. Um, you know, the, the lyrics, you know, are, are some sort of like regurgitation of, of some gruesome prose and, uh, comment down below as to where you heard these things and how they came to you. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're really abstract lyrics, like, like Metal Archive says, and, you know, some of the most peculiar combinations of words and verses I've ever seen. Please translate, comment down below. Um, I agree that, uh, this music is the opposite of fun. Um, or rather, if you think it's fun, you should be on like a list and be evaluated. Listening to this album will drop you 25 sanity points. Mm -hmm. um, they're of note also, they're part of this uh, bay, very cool Bay Area scene of new school, old school yeah. death metal. I don't know if I'd call these guys old school death metal. They're more like timeless death metal. I don't, you know. There's no putting up. Without time or place. Yeah. Um, but they are placed in the Bay Area, and they're closely tied to uh, Vastum, who was closely tied to Necrot, who was closely tied to everything else. So, yeah, very cool. Um, and as far as, like, you know, I would say this band is like blood incantation for people who wish uh, B.I. were more evil and grosser and... Uh, Instead of in space, they were in a hell swamp with uh, black metal shrieking. But you guys know Ghoul, but Ghoul's too much fun, though. You know? Ghoul's a fun band. You know? Yeah. I wonder. There's more bands in the Bay Area. I just can never remember them all yeah, at the same they, time. Still, there's still a Bay Area scene, you know, just from, you know, from, yeah, but, okay. from their ancestors. They still exist. All right. And uh, what do we got here? We got artwork. Let's discuss the album art. 
That's kind of Lovecraftian in a Do way. Do not look too close to that at that tree. There's too much going on. Uh, <laughs> um, this art is by Ian Miller, who is a British fantasy illustrator off of Wikipedia here, and writer, best known for his quirkily etched gothic style and macabre sensibility, noted for his book and magazine cover and interior illust- illustrations, including covers for books by H.P. Lovecraft. This, yeah, um, there's an H.P. Lovecraft book um, that has a similar like tree with mouths on it. Uh, that's why you know this is very. Those H- aren't mouths, my dear. Uh, uh, these are these are vaginas with teeth, but those are on the, on the H.P. Lovecraft book. It wasn't supposed to be X-rated or anything, so it was their mouth. Um, this looks like an unreadable metal logo. This 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 reminds me it of this an unreadable someone's um, some black metal band's unreadable metal logo. I'm assuming this uh, the album closer humanoid knot uh, is featured right here. Yeah, um, it looks like a shugoth in a way, but um, you know also. You know, maybe it, it, it's um, you know uh, that thing. Maybe it's like it's almost like that creature from uh, from uh, from that Lovecraft story, um, the the uh, Dunwich Horror. I don't know. It's, it's like it's like just sexual genitals and boobs and dicks and melted skeleton, like liquefied skeletons. Uh, it's like something you know Lovecraft or another era. You know, Lovecraft would never have well, anything, you know, really pornographic in his thing. Only, I, only, uh, there's like faces in I this. feel like this album is the uh, embodiment of a lot of like Freud psychoanalysis. Yeah. It's, the it's, deepest it's, fears it's, of it's, many people. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, but it's like, it's like liquefied skeletons. A lot of those liquefied skeletons. And, you know, there's another tree person over here coming up. There's a bush. It's like a bush person, right? And uh, yeah, Stinger says everything. So you could just look at this forever. Yeah. All right. In conclusion, Ulthar, they have produced a very interesting uh, album. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Did you enjoy Maldictus? Um, it was too many notes. Too many notes. So good job, guys. I yeah, yeah. I'll have to check out their first record, which I missed. Yeah, so. I can't. You know, I can't really. You know, I listen to it a lot of times, and um, you know, it's just you know, I can't get it. I like just simple. You know, all right, your music has three chords. It's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, old uh, man. All right, all yeah. Right. So, um, you know, this has been another episode of Here Lies Metal. Um, too many notes, the uh, music review thing. And uh, be sure to check out the, this band's Bandcamp and Metal Archives. Uh, those links will be in the description below. And be sure to obliterate that subscribe and like button for once. And if you want to learn more about new bands you never heard of, uh, maybe if you ring that bell, YouTube will tell you about that. And um, we'll see you next time with another episode of the Here Lies About Too Many Notes Music Review.